Okay, so now we're moving to our uh, second shear, and um, this, this is the series Gateway to Tefillah, and uh, this series is sponsored by our good friend Rabbi Sal Rose of um, Los Angeles, Lezeich Anishnas' brother, Tzvi Ben Levi Yitzchak, and Shama Shehaven Aliyah. So we were holding in the middle of Paydu, but we're going to uh, set take a little bit of a diversion this week, L'Kavoyed Purim, to discuss an Indian of uh, Tefillah, but regarding and connected to Purim Habalino Lataima. We know that the Jewish people in times of Purim were in a very dire situation. In all likelihood, this was the worst matzav the Jewish people we're ever in in our history. And we've been in some tight spots. Holocaust, Crusades, there was nothing like Purim. Because there was a decree from the most powerful ruling power of the time, who ruled, who's Malach Bekipa, that the Jews will be annihilated, man, woman, and child, wherever they may be. At least in the time of the Holocaust, Okay, there was no decree on the Jews of America. There was no decree on the Jews of uh, Russia. Okay, Hitler was dangerous. He was primed to enter Israel. But when in our history do we have a decree? Lahashmid, Abed, And it says that God ratified the decree. I mean, he, he sealed it. It was a Gezerim and Hashemayim. And by the end of the story, Rabbi say. Not only is the decree nullified, not only was God Mayfair at Sasai, but we have an expression of joy and salvation that we don't find anywhere in the whole Tanakh. La Yehudim Haisa Aira Visimcha Visasain Vikar. The Yehudim had light and happiness and joy and honor. This was a salvation the likes of which we've also never seen before. The jubilation, the ecstasy that we experienced was unparalleled. Um, in fact, well you say, yeah, that's, that's because uh, the decree was so harsh, so when it was, when it was nullified, the salvation was so great, but the joy was also unparalleled. The heights that we climbed to. In fact, Arizal writes, La'asid Lavoi, he writes this in the Shara Kavanois, says of Chaim Vital, recording the Arizal, that La'asid Lavoi, all the Svarim will become battle except for Megillah Sester, and the reason is, there was never ever a miracle like Megillah Sester. Not on Shabbos, not on Yom Tif, to be able to uphold this great light that came to the world. And in this sense, Purim is greater than any other day, even greater than Shabbos and Yom Tif. Then Arizal says in the Priyetz Chaim, Hashem wanted to be native to us and to illuminate for us at all times during the days of Purim where the miracle happened, that that Ha'ara of Mordechai should be illuminated. This Ha'ara, says Ari, Loi Haisa, and that's what it means. 
says the Yari, when it says Loyavru, that means this Ha'ara always exists at this, this time. It will never become Batel. In fact, this is not only the statement of the Ari, but the, the Medrash says in Esther Rabbah, Parashiyot Isyud, and you, write on the Yehudim like it is good in your eyes, and send it to all the Medinois, Lahashmid Laroi Goliavid is called Soine HaYehudim. V'hoya Lashem Lashem, there was never a miracle in the history of the world like the way what occurred on Purim. So talk about uh, talk about shift a shift of uh, momentum. Talk about a change of the palindrome. Talk about how things shifted and changed yesterday. There was the greatest threat looming over our heads that never existed before and never existed since. We were in the most dire straits we're ever in. The next day we experienced the greatest light and miracle that ever occurred in the history of the world. I mean, talk about transformation. And you know what the Megillah calls this? V'nahapaycha. It completely turned upside down. Talk about contrast. Talk about transformation. This is the ultimate v'nahapoich, where we went from literally the worst situation the Jewish people were ever in to the happiest time we ever experienced. I mean, of all the psukim in Tanakh that we could incorporate as part of Havdalah to start off the, the week on a good foot, we pick La Yehudim, Why? Because that's that's like the happiest pasuk in the Megillah, in the Tanakh. So what happened? I mean, how did this happen? How did we go from the lowest of the low to the highest of the high? How did that happen exactly? How did we go from earning? I mean, Haman could not make a decree upon us unless we deserved it. So how did we go? to the lowest point that the Jewish people were ever on in the history of our nation to the highest point. I mean, then we went to the Madriga of Kabbalah Satara Think about I mean, just study that for a moment. How in the world is it possible to go from the lowest point of devastation to the highest point of elation? Now we know that in the Gemara Megillah and Daf Yud Aleph, Amar Aleph Yud the Gemara says that when the Tanom and Amram would begin to study the Purim story, they would not begin by studying Megillah Esther. Instead, they would begin by um, they would begin by studying a different verse, either in the Chumash or in the Tanakh, and from there segue to the Megillah. The Gemara calls it Pasach Loi Pischa Lahai Parsha and I would like to suggest a, a, a novel reason why, when it comes to Megillah Esther, they would never start with Megillah Esther, and they would always start by sort of finding an introduction from elsewhere in the Torah, and they would segue to Megillah Esther. There is an opinion of the Shalshuvas Beis Ephraim, who says 
that there's an opinion in the Gemara, Megillah Sasser was Lenitein Likosev, they were not allowed to write it down. Which means that it was never canonized. They wrote it down to read as the Megillah, but it was never incorporated in Tanakh, and therefore if you touch it, it's not Metami Yodayim like others from in Tanakh. And there's opinion it is Metami Yodayim, which apparently means it is part of Tanakh. And we generally maintain, of course, Megillah Sester is one of the 24 books, and the Beis Ephraim says, no, it's only one of the 24 books regarding that you read it on Purim to be Mekayim the Mitzvah Megillah, but it's not one of the 24 books that you get reward for learning it like you would other parts of Torah. That's the Shita of the Beis Ephraim, the Avnei Nezer is Matmiah on that, how could you say such a thing? But there is a Shita of the Beis Ephraim that the Megillah was only canonized regarding that you could read it on Purim. So I want to say, that's the reason why when Tanom and Amram would give shir, they would start their shir from a Pasuk elsewhere in Tanakh. Otherwise, their shir would not be considered Torah. But if they start if with a Pasuk in Divrei Hayomim, and then everything they explain about the Megillah is shedding light on Divrei Hayomim or Chumash, then, that, then it is part of Torah. Okay. When Rav Masna would begin speaking about this Purim story, he would begin with the following Pasuk. Rav Masna Amar Mehacha. Ki mi goi gadoi ala sherloi elohim kroivim elav. Kadoi no elohinu b'chol koreinu elav. Who is like this great nation that God is close to? Ki mi goi gadoi ala sherloi elohim kroivim elav. Kadoi no elohinu b'chol koreinu elav. In other words, you want to know what the Purim story is? Purim story is an illustration of the greatness of Kal Yisrael. How do we see the greatness of Kal Yisrael? That God is close to us and when we call out, He answers us. Says the Rambam at the end of his Hakdama to the Yad HaChazaka. Says the Rambam, Elakach Anu Aymrim. This is what we say. Shahanaviyim in Bezdin, Uzakenai, oh, Shahanaviyim in Bezdin, Tiknai, the Naviyim with Bezdin enacted, Vitsivu, and they commanded Likrois HaMegillah, Be'ainasa, to read the Megillah at the right time, Kedei Lahazkir, Shvachav Shalom Kodesh Vachav, in order to mention the praise of God. and the salvations he wrought for us. And he's close to our outcry. So we should bless him. And to praise him. To let future generations know. That that which the Torah vouchsafes for us is true. That who is like the Jewish nation? That we are close to God. That when we cry out to him, he answers. And in this vein, every mitzvah, which is Midivay Seifrin. In other words, the Rambam says the chief message of Megillah Esther is that when a Jew is in a bind, God listens to their tefillah and accepts their tefillah. That is the takeaway message of Megillah Esther. That the tefillahs of Klal Yisrael are effective. Okay, that we certainly see for, from the Megillah. We were in a jam, and God bailed us out. 
But think about it. He more than bailed us out. Look in the Gemara and Sukkah. Amar Rabbi Eliezer, Lama nimshalat filasan shal tzadikim ke'eser. Why are the prayers of the righteous compared to a pitchfork? Where are they compared to a pitchfork? pitchfork. Why are the tefillos of tzadikim like a pitchfork? What does a pitchfork do? It turns the grain from one place to another. So about a year ago, somebody sent me something. Now I have a principle. If somebody sends me a video clip, I don't look at it. Why? Because life is too short. It's a, a complete waste of time. Everyone's asked me, did you see this video that's going around? Are you kidding me? Your life is so long that you have time to look at these things? The best advice I could give anybody is don't live on your phone. Don't look at videos and pictures and nonsense that people send you. Otherwise, you will spend your entire life looking at videos and your afterlife will be just as empty. But I made a mistake because somebody sent me a video of Rabbi Victor Miller, a one-minute clip. So it's a good thing I looked at it because he said a marvelous thing. And I tell you, I'm trying to find where he writes this. I called up so many Svarim stores. Can you get me Rabbi Victor Miller on Purim? And there's one store in Boston that has it, but it's out of print. It's printed by Israel Bookshop. But I heard Rav Miller say this. And I couldn't find anyone else who says this. I found the same idea in a Yiddish newspaper. You ready for this? You want to understand what happened on Purim? What happened on Purim is we were in the worst matzav we were ever in as a people. Do you think it's a coincidence, Rabbi say, that God didn't just bail us out but he elevated us and gave, gave us the greatest salvation that ever happened and he brought the greatest light in the history of the world, a light greater and more bright and more illuminative than Shabbos, than Yom Tif, than Yom Kippur. You think it's a coincidence? Ah, yesterday we were in the worst straits and today we have the greatest salvation that the world ever knew and the greatest illumination and revelation and acceptance of Torah. No, because you know how we changed it? We changed it with Tfilah. And you know what Tfilah is? It's a pitchfork. And a pitchfork is mehapech. So to the extent of how bad it was yesterday, that's how good it will be today. Because if you change the gezerah yedei tefillah, that's the ultimate v'nahapaychu. So if you think, you know, my life is pretty good, but I have a major issue. Whatever it may be. Health, family, parnasa. You should know that as bad as it is, that's as good as it could be, al yedei tefillah. Because that's how tefillah works. It's mahapech. Nu der inyin kartzich taka mit Purim. Purim is doch geven der ganze avoido v'nahapechu. Vas mehat mahapech geven der dinim l'rachamim. 
נמשלו התפילות של צדיקים כעשר, מהעשר זה מהפך התפואה מימות, מה קרה דבר של צדיק מהפך מדוי של אגזבור, מיזרק זונוס, מיזרק מונוס, אז מהפך מיד הצדיק לרחמים. Not bad for Yiddish. Last time I learned Yiddish, I was, I was six years old. That's what Rav Miller said. Rav Miller said, if you want to understand what Purim is, Purim is, Lama nimshalat filasam shal tzadikim ke'eser. Ma'eser. Ma'apechatfuah mimakam lamakam af tfilasam shal tzadikim. Ma'apechas midas hadin lamidas rachamim. Divrei hatsoimois v'zakosam. Vayitzahak That's Purim. Purim is a testament to Kimi Goy Gadol Ashaloi Eloikim Kroivim Elav Kashem Eloikinu Bechal Koreinu Elav. And then Vashem Heir Enai something amazing. If I were to ask you, what is the greatest proof that we could summon that there is a God for the Jewish people. What is the greatest proof we have? Somebody said, oh, the greatest proof is the fact that Tavshin Zion is written out in the Megillah. The year the uh, Nazis were hung, were hanged. You know, that's the most open proof. <laughs> so People... The fact that the Kaisal Maravi is still standing today. Says Ramban, no, those are not, those are great proofs. Those are not the greatest proof that God is with us. The Pasuk says, Vayoymer Moshe Alekim. Moshe said to God, I'm going to come to B'nai Yisrael and I'm going to say to them, the God of your forefathers sent me to you. And they're going to say, what's his name? What should I say? So God said to Moshe, say, Tell them, you know how they know I'm going to be with them? I will be that I will be. Says Ramban. Look at this Ramban. The Kavona here is as follows. Moshe said to God, what name should I tell them when they ask you who you are? What name should I tell them? Sheyoyra Hayra Shleimala Metzias Ashkocha. What proof is there that you're around, Rebbeinu Shlaim, that you control the world? Moshe Rabbeinu says, God, they're gonna want proof that you're there. How can I bring them ironclad proof that you're there? And Hashem's gonna answer, Lamazayishalulashmi. What kind of ridiculous question is it? How do you know I'm there? They don't need any other proof. Only that. I will be with them in all their distress. They'll call out to me and I'll answer them. For 3,000 years, when a Jew is in a bind, we daven to Hashem and He answers us. Says Ramban, V'hi haraya ha-gedoyla the proof that there's a God in Israel who's close to us is when we call out to Him, He answers us. So that means we're in the Torah. Is it contained? The greatest proof to Hashem's existence 
Here, right here. The proof is, God says, I will answer you. Now let's revisit something we said a week and a half ago that we argued with, but for this year we're going to agree with. We learned from Rabbi Yonis and Ibishitz that that there are two questions. Question number one is, what does it mean? What were these two lotteries that Haman made month to month and day to day? Secondly, It was called Furim because of the lot. So call it Fur because of the lot. Why Purim? Rabbi Yannis and Abishin says like this. If you think that Haman took a bunch of days, 1 through 30, and a bunch of months, 1 through 12, and he put, pulled them both out of a hat, and he pulled out 12th month, and he pulled out 13th day, I mean, Haman is not that stupid. Because obviously a month will come out, and a day will come out. He put in one hat, obviously it was a black hat, which was a Borsalino, probably had a red feather also. In one hat he put... 12 pieces, uh, 12 setlach, and in the other hat, he put 354 setlach. And if the month corresponded to the date, in other words, if he picked out one, month one, and day 90, so obviously it's not a shidduch, and the, the lottery is faulty. And if he picks out month 12 and day 340, we got something going over here. So, the Haman picked out the month 12, and he picked out the day. What day did he pick? So if you remember in our shir, we disagreed with the Shvile Pinchas' take on this. We said if he picked month 12, and it was the 13th of Adar, the 13th of Adar is day, Shalach, 338, and we gave a whole shear on the significance of 338. But the um, Shvile Pinchas has another Mahalach, which is going to work very beautifully with what we're saying today. And that is, Haman made a lottery according to the months, and he made a lottery with 354 days of the year. Now we go by the lunar calendar, not like the Goyim that go by the solar calendar that have 365. And when it fell out in Adar, he was very happy. But the Shvila Pinchas says, in all probability, Haman did not start counting the months with Nisan even though Nisan is the first month of the year, but the year begins on Rosh Hashanah, and in that case, Haman began the 354 days from Rosh Hashanah. Now, if that's the case, Yud Gimel Adar, Tishrei, Cheshvan, Kislev, Teve, Shvat, Adar is month 6. Kine Kasher Nachshavis HaMisfar Hayomim, beginning from Rosh Chodesh Tishrei, until Yud Gimel Adar, Malei Chasar, Malei Chasar, Tishrei is 30 days, Cheshvan is 29, Kislev 30, Teve is 29, Shvat 30, and 13 days in Adar, it takes you 161 days. Now, what is the significance of 161? 
The significance of 161 is if you take God's name with which He took us out of Mitzrayim, which name did God use to take us out of Mitzrayim? Ekya. And you write out Ekya b'miluai, like over here, Aleph, Hey Yud, Yud Vav Dalid. Hey Yud, 161. Ekya is Gematria 161 b'miluai. By the way, how do we know that God took us out with the name 161? It says like this, V'samti pedus, I will make a redemption, Bein ami uvein amecha, between my people and your people. If you take the gematria of our people, which is Yisrael, Yisrael is 541, and you take the gematria of Mitzrayim, which is 380, 541 minus 380 is 161. 161 is Ekiah. Visamti Padus. I will redeem you. How? With the name that's the difference between my people and your people. My people are three, uh, 581. Your people are 380. The difference is Ekiah. Amazingly, what day did Purim come out on? Purim is Ekiah. Purim is the day of Ekiah. The day which is Three, the 161 day of the calendar, the Gemachia of Ekiah. What does Ekiah teach us? The Ramban says the name of Ekiah is the name that Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu. You don't have to ask them what my name is. The, excuse me, the, you don't have to tell them what my name is. The greatest proof to my existence is the fact that I answer your tefillah. What name symbolizes God answering the tefillah of Kal Yisrael? The name Ekiah. Amazingly, Ekiah is Purim. Purim is the 161st day of the year. At least the 13th of Adar, which is Gamatria Ekia B'miluai. So Haman thought he was going to destroy us on that day, but through the Koyach of Ekia, we had the incredible capacity to completely transform the, the danger, the dire strait, the tremendous Gezerah of Lahash Melar Goliabed, and we're able to transform it because that day of Purim is, in a way, is the day of Ekia. And Ekia is the Midah of Akadish Baruchu, that you don't have to prove my existence. That is the greatest sign of my existence. Now we could have a, a, a wondrous understanding. We know that the Yushami tells us that regarding Matanos of Yonim, that there's an idea, anyone who sticks out their hand, you give to them. Like we find an idea about Metziah, and the Sifrei Chasidos bring down that this is a remez, that the same way we act, the same way whoever stretches out their hand, we give to them. So we this applies to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Whatever we ask of God on this day, all of our barkashas, our miskabel on this day, l'rachamim l'ratzayin, says Rav Asher Weiss, this teaching of Hasidus, he would call wishful thinking. What are we saying? Oh, just like we have to give tzedakah to everyone on Purim, whatever we ask God on Purim, it's uh, Hashem accedes to. I mean, mehechitesi, why would that be? It sounds like wishful thinking. 
But I would suggest, this is not wishful thinking, the Koyach HaTfilah has already been seared into the very day of Purim. That is how we were saved. The whole message of Purim is Ki mi goy gadol ha-shaloya loikim kroivim e-lov kashem loikim b'chol kareinu e-lov The message of the Megillah, Paskins, the Rambam, and the Yad HaChazaka, and the Hakdama is that God listens to our tefillah. And what day was the lottery fall out on? 161, which is Ekia. Ekia is the message that the greatest sign that Hashem is with us is the Kayach HaTfilah. And therefore, this day, we know the Jewish calendar is a living calendar. That whatever lights, whatever emanations occurred once, reoccurs every year. So if on this day we were Zoycha to tremendous Rachamim and Ratzayim, by the way, this is especially Tainus Esther. The Gemara says about Tainus Esther, it's Yom Kehila Lakail. Tainus Esther is a great day of Tfila. The Minog is to recite Perk Chavbez of Tehillim Lamatech Alayelas Hashachar. This man of the year, in a way, is the greatest Kaycha Tfila because it is already programmed into the DNA of the day. It's the day of Ekiah, the day that Yvonne Shem says, I will be with you when you cry out to us. And to the extent that things were terrible, to that extent we flipped them around because Lama Nimshla Tfilasan Shal Tzadikim Ke'eser Tfila is like a pitchfork. So don't be despondent when things are bad because to the extent that they're bad, we could be Zoycha to great salvation and we could say the same in our time. We have a, one of the longest standing Magefais certainly in the last uh, recent world history, and it's tough times, health, parnasa, but that's uh, something good as well, because to the extent that things are difficult, to that extent we are able to access great Yeshua and great happiness through our tefillahs that we hope we b'nisham should be makabel barachamim uveratzayim. Okay, Rabbi Isai, since you were so well behaved today, we're going to do one more little tiny clip on Parsha Zachar. One second.